I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched another talk cartoon uh, from the Fleischer Brothers. This one was Bimbo's Initiation, one of the most well-known of these shorts. I'll do the brief spoiler-free plot synopsis. <laughs> Bimbo's walking on the street and then falls down a hole and then a cult tries to induct him into their ranks and he keeps saying no and then having to go through all the like traps and different things that's in this underground place that he's stuck in. That's the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Like, the individual moment-to-moment stuff is just what those traps and different things are. So, yeah. Um, what did we think of this cartoon? Do you think you would recommend it? Uh, that sort of thing. I wasn't a real <laughs> fan, so I can't say this point I would recommend it. I don't know. It was an okay cartoon as far as cont- cartoons go. The content, just ooh, too squeamish, and I'm uh, just not a fan. Yeah, that's what I expected from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, I thought the quality was actually really good. It, it was funny. I, I recommend it. It helps that we have very good video quality of it, too, um, allowing us to appreciate the artistry more than some of the other Betty Boop ones we've watched. Uh, though the first one that we watched where she's just a cameo was in the same quality as this. And I definitely think this is above that in animation quality. Uh, yeah, I wholeheartedly recommend it. It's one of the best Betty Boop cartoons. It's good. <laughs> it's just not mom's cup of tea. Um <laughs> Pretty much all of my favorite Betty Boop cartoons are not mom's cup of tea tonally, so that'll be fun. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, it's great. Let's get specific, by which I mean I'm going to have some notes and then you know how it goes now. (laughs) We're used to this. The surreal, nightmarish atmosphere of Bimbo's initiation has made it one of the most renowned Fleischer Studios shorts. Leonard Maltin described it as the darkest of all the Fleischer's cartoons, which I don't know if I agree with. But it's up, it's up there, certainly. Uh, in 1994, this cartoon was voted number 37 of the 50 greatest cartoons of all time by members of the animation industry. Wow. The cartoonist Jim Woodring identified Bimbo's initiation as one of the things that laid the foundation for my life's philosophy. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Which is, that's a choice of words. Please elaborate. <laughs> he won't, because uh, we, we can't interview him. He's probably fine, but I just, I don't know him. <laughs> I think he works in comics. So like, I, I, I clicked on him, and I think he works in comics. Okay. Anyway, yeah, let's let's get specific. Talking the story characters and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's still not enough, like, story characters to differentiate from animation. So animation is in here, too. Yeah, we're, we're still not quite where we could talk about a storyline, because it's very basic here. It's just an excuse for a bunch of gags. Which is great, because it works well in this, but yeah. Yeah, like, character-wise, like Bimbo, if somebody was just like, hey, do you want to join? I would definitely <laughs> say no. Like, yeah. Want to be a member? Want to be a member? Uh, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even tell me of what. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, and again, it was really well done. The animation was really great, but like, 
the reason that I'm not a big fan is from like from the first thing when he's surrounded, they have these wooden planks with nails sticking out, uh-huh. and everything <laughs> is just like there's some about violence. to crush him and. That's why it's, it's just, good. Yeah, no, I know, but it, yeah. So I just mean, so that's just not not a fan of that. But there are just so many funny things. I, I mean, I just in retrospect, I think I'm enjoying it, thinking about it more than I was actually watching it. Yeah, yeah. Because, for example, there's this sword or the, I mean, this huge knife that's that comes through the wall that's trying to 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 stab him fortunately it's like in the hiney and stuff it's like it again not showing it again but <laughs> the then, at, the, and then yeah and then at one point it then you know it keeps trying to poke him and then it turns into like a shark with teeth and there are just so many things um i loved where he when he's finally going to go through this door, it opens a door and 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 a door until it's like a smaller door that then just like gobbles him up. Uh, and the way it was done, it was really cool looking. Yeah. Um, and then all the doors slam shut and then like yes. a lock thing goes on it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And at what point was it Mickey Mouse that threw him down something? Pro- yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, I missed <laughs> like, that. That's funny. Yeah, Mickey yeah, Mouse when he, threw when him he down falls down something. the hole, there, there, someone puts the uh, sewer the cover thing yeah. and then and like locks, locks it. it. And yeah. yeah, it's a mouse that it looks is like conspicuously Mickey <laughs> shaped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. Again, copyright law was very squishy back then. <laughs> like mickey's violent he wants bimbo to die the fleischers clearly <laughs> enjoy just putting mickey in there oh but yeah and i'm also of course not a fan of bimbo just having his little tummy and belly button out i don't know oh my god now silly. we're slut shaming bimbo <laughs> i cannot believe this well especially when so much was in peril i would have covered up all that skin well he, he <laughs> fell down there with the clothes he had mom yeah. he couldn't change <laughs> I mean, he's a cartoon, so maybe he could have pulled it down. But, you know, he's busy fighting for his life here. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. That, and then after, like, something horrible and, and life-threatening would happen, then these figures would pop up. They 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 looked like bears or something? I don't know. Yeah, they got, like, they, not quite bears, but they have, like, these, like, scruffy-looking faces that, like, covers their whole head, basically. And then, like, robes and, like... They have like candles and stuff. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, want to join? Want to join? You know, it's just want to like, be a member. Oh, want to be, be a member. member? Okay, sorry. Want to be a member? It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Don't blame them. Don't even know of what. Yeah, there's just a ton of great gags in here, and one of my uh, the the part where he starts like going down the hallways and all of the axes are falling or whatever oh, yeah, is yeah, great. And then he goes into a stairwell yeah. where that he's jumping down and then he goes, then he, he walks a little bit and it's more, it's a little more simplistic as he's like uh, running along and his shadow gets its head chopped off. But then he runs down a hallway where all these things are coming down at him. And there's just like, it's just almost back to back to back, like a really impressive animation because they're animating the walls and stuff around him. Yeah. It's really cool looking. The energy there is great. Yeah, like that in a lot of stuff we've talked about. Well, I guess with Disney, we talked about him doing different angles and stuff taken from actual like from film. And th- this is what was breaking the like flat view when he's coming down 
with the axes, that's at an angle, and then he goes around the stairwell. Like, it's it's all very dynamic. Yeah, definitely. And uh, worth noting that this cartoon was the final Betty Boop cartoon to be animated by the character's co-creator, Grim Natwick. And he, he went out with a bang on this one. Like, yeah. he really just threw it all in here. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the ending make sense, then, to me, a bit more. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, they're also big on Heine jokes because everything, <laughs> everything kept hitting his Heine. Like even, for example, when he was, um, walking down the, the spiral staircase that, um, Danica and Valerie alluded to, then the planks would, would, would flip up and hit his Heine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It hit his Heine. And then there's he a bike went, he jumps on. He jumps on and it has some kind of thing it's that's like going in a in circle. Place. That's hitting him in the hiney constantly. But then he breaks it out of there and escapes. But yeah. 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 Uh, No, even when he uh, falls down below, when he's surrounded by all the people, uh, several of them have like very prominent butts. (laughs) It's just like, yes, there's obviously a bit of a butt fixation in here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Just funny. It's like, oh, cartoonists have always thought butts are funny. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a very, very prominent theme throughout this, this whole cartoon, which again is just why it, that's not my, really my humor, but that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just delightful. Like it's, it's just one thing after another. There's no real plot beyond him ostensibly just trying to get out of this place he's trapped in. And so that just allows them to throw so many things at, at the wall. Um, and there's this, there's a sense of like, you can't really un- at all understand the actual geometry of this place, which honestly just helps contribute to its menace of him, like being stuck at a metaphorical, like uh labyrinth kind of thing. He yeah. he can't get out of here and everything wants to hurt him unless he says that he wants to become a member. Um <laughs> Yeah, and then also late late in the short, um, Betty Boop at one point opens a door and like beckons him in. That's the doors that then he keeps opening, and there's and they keep getting smaller and smaller. It's because Betty Boop like opened it and like was like, "Come here, big boy" or whatever, and then like goes in. And she still has her. She still has long ears. She's still like a dog person instead of a human, because mm-hmm. uh, we're not quite to human Betty Boop yet. And one more fun fact that I haven't said. The song Wanna Be a Member is a parody written to the tune of the 1919 song The Vamp or Vamp a Little Lady. Okay. Yeah, it's based on something. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? I don't know. I think pretty good. Yeah, especially since we it's in the video quality is good, letting it, us it see it how good. it's supposed to look. Yeah, no, I mean, it looks it looks good. Betty Boop definitely like she she's drawn kind of rough or whatever like in and kind of simplistic she's not quite the model of betty boop that that we're used to but that doesn't matter that much because she's not like honestly a huge part of the short anyways but no i mean the animation's really good i don't know what doesn't bimbo's walking in the middle of the street at the beginning i'm like you can't do that there's cars <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah and even though <clears throat> i'm not you know like uh betty boop does you know a lot of dancing you know where she's shifting side to side and then you know almost playing bongo on her rear end but that's it's really not that much different than all the Heine jokes they had throughout the whole short so I don't feel like she in particular is just the only one sexualized or something like that yeah has the Heine there's definitely (laughs) some Betty Boop cartoons where it does feel like she's just this object of sexualization but in this one yeah not 
not too much. It's just one of many Heine jokes. Yeah, can. pretty much. <laughs> just kind of blended in with the rest. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing. And you know, I will say this one thing is, you know, even though Betty Boop, you know, she's obviously dressed very, uh, in one sense, I hate to even say pr- provocatively, uh, very attractively, you know, very feminine as far as with with accentuating her her looks but the thing i've always liked and appreciated about it is yes she has this killer black dress but it's not like her boobs are totally hanging out or something is she's showing cleavage but you know and then it's not like her skirt is super super short yeah i mean you wouldn't be wrong to say though that she just dressed provocatively because yeah that's 100 percent like the point of yeah. her design yeah um is is that she's dressed provocatively especially for the age um yeah no like that's that's the point um i think they'd probably tone down her style of dress after the Hayes code gets uh in like two years it gets uh instituted so uh which then is probably a big contender for why betty boop cartoons phased out and popeye got big is because betty boop's like primary thing was getting neutered by the Hayes code um, and then Popeye just worked better and better as we got closer to war. So that, those two things combined. Yeah. But we still have a lot of Betty Boop cartoons that exist. So don't worry. We got more. <laughs> <laughs> um, including several more that are still before the Hayes Code. So let's talk briefly then about the uh, spoilers, I guess, for spoilers. this. <laughs> um, which we didn't even actually really allude to before. But yes, there's kind of spoilers here. So I, w- I would recommend just watching the short. You can probably find it on YouTube in decent quality. But uh, yeah, it's it's good. You should check it out. It's not very long. But at the, at the end, uh, we find out... Uh, at the end, he's in a room and Betty Boop is asking you want to be a member and he finally says yes because he's like clearly like seduced by her or whatever and then the curtains raise and all of the guys that were part of the the cult or whatever take off their uh robes or whatever and they're all betty boops (laughs) and so it's just a cult of betty boops for what purpose who knows but they do a little dance (laughs) and then the short's over it was betty boop the whole time I wonder why the Betty Boops want Bimbo in, in their group. <laughs> yeah? Do you want to think about why they might want Bimbo in their group? Um, Especially given that during this age, Bimbo is traditionally shown to be Betty Boop's boyfriend. Just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, you know, a cult wants to grow. All right. <laughs> They're like, we got all the Betty Boops in the world. We have to, we got to make a new member that is not a Betty Boop. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just going to threaten them with their life and ask them if they want to be a member. You know, this is is a great way to to add to our Yeah, use use fear (laughs) to force them to do it. Yeah, it's fine. We have this labyrinth. You just trick people to go into the labyrinth. It's fine. (laughs) And if that doesn't work, we'll then just seduce them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's probably how some of those Betty Boops got in there. Yeah, probably. Uh, anyway. Or are they all just like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, this is the first time they had to try out the labyrinth. It's like, but usually everyone, all these, all these other Betty Boops just said yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it begs the question of why they're in like the the robes to begin with. Because if they'd all been Betty Boops when he fell down there, he probably would have said yes would have immediately. Said yes immediately, yeah. They would have had to go. But there. they were like, we really want to test the lap, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Or they want a certain type of person. They're like, they gotta not want to, but then, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to psychologically and physically, like, harass them yeah. to get them to the play. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Nothing messed up about that at all. <laughs> Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. Uh, what was your least favorite moment in the short? Uh, probably just Betty Boop's butt dance. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I just like. It's not like, oh, I hate this, but I just, I didn't particularly enjoy it. I did like the the dance then after that, once all the boops were revealed. But like, yeah, I didn't particularly care for when it was just the one boop trying to convince him or whatever. <laughs> that sounds funny. The one boop. The one boop. Yeah, there's not lots of boops. boops. Not all the boops. Um, I agree. I think I agree with that. What was your favorite moment? And mine? yet, oh no! Oh, I was gonna say mine is gonna be the doors. I just love yeah, the opening. That's the doors a good bit. And even the closing the doors afterwards. Yeah, whenever the the scenes got well, okay. So when the scenes got really dynamic, like with the axes and the stairs, that's good. But I I also really liked whenever uh, he lit a match and like the the shadow was wavy. Uh, I really liked the lighting there. What are you going to pick, though? I guess I'll go with that one. The, okay. the match. Is that because like... you feel confident that I'm going to say the other one? Yeah, so probably. they're all represented? <laughs> yes, 100%. When the axes start falling down, that whole segment, it's it's great. Up until he meets uh, the boop. <laughs> the single boop. Um, I don't know if there's a point in the favorite, least favorite character. There's ostensibly one character and then kind of two if you all just want to count the boops as, yeah. as a second character. <laughs> Um, so who's hey, your how least? How about the little fate? How about the little fire guy? The little, the little fire that he keeps trying to blow out this candle. I mean, sh- and if you want, sure, that, that fire sure seemed tenacious and doing its burning. Sure. <laughs> no, I, no, sorry. You want to count the sword? <laughs> <laughs> I could count the sword. Yeah. Turns into a sword. What about the little fish that was in the pool? No. No. Wow. <laughs> Didn't get to know the fish well enough. Yeah, exactly. Wow, guys. Who's your least favorite character, I guess? No, I don't I don't know. Yeah, there's not that many. But yeah, I mean I really would only count two oh, to oh, my Oh, I know, I know, I know. Is is the the unnamed Mickey Mouse who locked mm. him down into <laughs> the underneath That part. guy's pretty rude. That guy's a cult member too, huh? So they have I mean, probably, right? Unless he's just like, hey, this guy filled out a hole. He's not getting out. Maybe. Or maybe they just paid this, this mouse to be like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. falls down here. Don't ask. Close he's working up. for the cult, but he's not a part of the cult. I yeah. think that's fairly likely. Okay, okay. I'll put Mickey Mouse as my least favorite character. Sure. This unnamed mouse that's suspiciously like Mickey. Who's your favorite character? I guess Bimbo. Just going through all this. And you're like, like, you're like, oh man, you. this is a lot you had to yeah. put up with. I respect you saying no. And yeah. then like, okay, yeah. And I respect <laughs> you being like pretty lady. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, I get it. <laughs> she did Relatable. her booty dance. Like, <laughs> sure. I think he should have though specified like, are we going to stop with the violence though? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I think I will. Also, what's the, the, what's the name of the organization? <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, like, member of what? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't ultimately... Well, they do actually... They do say a name when he first falls down the hole. I don't remember what it is. The order of something or other. I don't recall. They do, they do actually say a name. Oh, I don't remember. And then they just keep saying, want to be a member. Yeah, but no, I just remember. They do say the name of some sort of organization when he first falls down. I don't remember what it is. It's an order of something. It's apparently the Mystic Order of the Boom Boom Ahacha. 
Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. All right. Yes. Definitely recommend it. Like I said, it like looked it looked really good. Uh, there was a lot of uh, interesting visuals. As for rating, I'll give it a four. What do you think, Mom? I think after our discussion, I would definitely recommend it because it it the animation is really well done. And you know it is cute and funny. Again, I don't I don't love all. It's not of your the, favorite subject I don't, yeah, matter. I, yeah, I, I don't love all the thoughts of all the peril and all, yeah. you know all the the knives and the horrible axes and things coming at me. But no, it, it was it was it was cute. Um, and I I think I will rate it at least as high as I did the other, which I think was four point two five. Did you say? Mm-hmm. So I think I will I will stay at four point two five. I think it was very well done. Nice. Obviously, I recommend it. Yes, definitely. I'll also give it a 4.25, I think. I like it. It's good. You should definitely check it out. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Next time, we'll be watching a worse cartoon by Warner Brothers. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's going to be racist. That's Uh, most certainly. Probably. It is a Mary Melodies, though. It's not Bosco. Oh, okay. So it's not guaranteed, but it's also still pretty likely given... Warner Brothers track record with that. So join us next time for that. Um, (laughs) Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals two seven nine zero five six six every little bit helps and even with a minimum pledge you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed check it out for more info the two pieces of music used in this episode were created by kevin mcleod you can find both the curtain rises and cool cats at incomptech.com that's i-n-c-o-m-p-e-t-e-c-h.com Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.